Is there life after death? Today, Jonathan continues his teaching on what the ancient rabbis, Jewish literature, and the Bible teaches us. And meet a former drug dealer who died and went to hell and was brought back by the prayers of his mother. He then went to heaven and came back to tell us what he experienced. Ahead on Jewish Voice. Welcome to Jewish Voice, proclaiming Jesus as Messiah to the world and helping you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. Yesterday, I began a series on the afterlife, understanding what happens after we die. Now, both the Old and New Testament have a great deal to say about what happens to us after our physical bodies pass on. What we do in this life, according to Scripture, determines what happens to us in the next. Now, I was sharing yesterday that in the Old Testament, uh, there's two Hebrew words uh, that are connected to the afterlife. One is Sheol, and that simply means the ground or the grave. It doesn't make a distinction between the righteous or the unrighteous. It simply deals with the fact that life continues on after we pass from this body. There is life after death. I also shared yesterday that over 80% of Americans believe in life after death. It's a little bit lower, but still a majority in Europe. And in the rest of the world, it's a much higher percentage. Almost everyone in the developing world or outside of Europe and America believes that there is some sort of life after death. The real question is, where do we go after we die? Life continues on, but where do we go? And many believe that all roads lead to the same path. Most of you watching don't believe that because you have a relationship with the Lord. You know what this book, the Bible says. It says that uh, all roads don't leave, lead to the same path. And anyone who goes a different route tries to get in to heaven from a different route other than the way, the truth, and the life is a robber or a thief. But the Old Testament is less clear. What is clear in the Bible is that there is a life after death and that how we live our life determines where we go. Now, many people believe in, in heaven but choose not to believe in hell. This is a very, very common view. When we go back to the Old Testament, the whole idea of heaven and hell and that separation is a little less clear. But there's one place in particular that it's very, very clear. And I want to draw your attention to this verse. Many say that the Old Testament doesn't talk about hell, that it, doesn't, it isn't clear about an afterlife or a separation between the two. Well, guess what? They're wrong. The Bible's very clear in the book of Daniel. And I want to draw your attention to Daniel chapter 12. It says that multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Folks, that is not in the Gospels. That is not in the epistles. 
that it is that's in the Old Testament in the book of Daniel, and he's making a distinction. I believe it's talking about the resurrection. I believe it's talking about the time preceding the judgment where we're told that those who sleep in the dust, those who have died, will come forth and there'll be a separation. I'll talk more about this after a quick break. And when we return, uh, we'll talk more about the afterlife. And then later, you're going to meet a professed former drug dealer who actually practiced voodoo, who claims that he died and the devil actually dragged him into the pit of hell. How did he get out? His story just ahead. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a powerful hardcover book by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. A rabbi looks at the afterlife, a new look at heaven and hell with stories of people who have been there. It contains firsthand accounts of people who claim to have seen what lies beyond the veil of death. Rabbi Burnus examines the ancient Jewish sages, the scriptures, and how it relates to what we might expect in the afterlife. It is an eye-opening journey that empowers you to reimagine heaven and get a clearer vision of the glorious eternity that awaits all believers. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll upgrade Rabbi Bernice's book to a limited hardcover edition that's not available anywhere else and has been personally endorsed and signed by him. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. My focus this week is the afterlife, and not only am I teaching about what the scriptures have to say about the afterlife, what the rabbis had to say about the afterlife, but we're also uh, replaying interviews with people who have died and gone to either heaven or hell or both and come back to share about it. And uh, I, I researched so many but chose just a few to air and actually put into a book, my most recent book, A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife, A New Look at Heaven and Hell with stories of people who have actually been there. And I'm just giving excerpts from that book today. Uh, I know most of you watching are firmly rooted in your faith 
in the Lord, and you know where you're going after you die. But there's friends, there's co-workers, there's family members even who aren't sure. And I really encourage you to get them a copy of A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife because I don't hold back any punches. I'm very clear about what the scripture has to say about the afterlife. The reality is, is that this life is only the beginning. This life is a vapor and all of us will be called to account. All of us will die and all of us have to face that reality. And, and the reality uh, of what the scripture teaches is that the decisions we make in this life determines what happens to us in the next. And that is a very, very long period of time. It's eternity. Where are we going to spend eternity? You may know, but that friend, neighbor, coworker, family member may not. So get them a Bible and get them a copy of A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife because I lay it out very, very clearly. When I left off, I was looking at an incredible verse in Daniel chapter 12. I want to take you back there. Uh, the context is the end times, the times immediately preceding the coming or the return of the Messiah, and it says this in verse 2. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Folks, it's right there for us. Sleeping in the dust is not taking a nap. It's talking about people that have died. It's talking about people that have gone to a place in Hebrew called Sheol, uh, the grave, the ground, the pit. And there's a mixture of righteous and evil there. But one thing is certain, those that have given their lives to Yeshua, to Jesus, will spend eternity in his presence. He made that very clear. I make a way for you. But here you see in Daniel that there's a separation between those that will live in eternity in joy. Look at the word very, very carefully. There'll be an everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. That is the separation of heaven and hell. It's right there. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the Jewish scriptures, and you can show it to Jewish friends or co-workers. It is in the book of Daniel. There is a coming separation between those who will spend eternity in glory, in God's presence, and those who will be separated for eternity from God. It's called everlasting shame and contempt. I want to choose life. I hope that you have chosen life. You need to help others around you that God has uh, put into your life to choose life, not just abundant life, but eternal life. Now let me read on and, and you'll, we'll see what it says in verse three. Those who are wise, Daniel chapter 12, verse 3, will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever. But you, Daniel, roll up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge, or there'll be an increase in travel and knowledge. I believe that's happening today. Listen, you've been called to be wise. You've been called to share your faith with those around you. You want to shine like the stars of heaven, 
lead many into righteousness, lead many into right standing with God. And for those of us who believe that this book is the word of God, it's very, very clear that there's one name given under heaven by which we must be saved. And his name is Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. I've laid it all out in my newest book, A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife, and not only have I gone into the ancient Hebrew text, I've gone into the Old Testament and the New, I've contrasted them. It's a very clear, easy to read book about the afterlife and then stories of people who have died and gone to heaven or hell and come back to tell about it. Uh, it's, a, it's really a great book, not only to read to strengthen your faith, but to give to a person who is yet uncertain about what's going to happen after they die. Well, up next, an incredible story of a man who claims to have died and gone to hell. Don't go away. a memory of a lifetime by recommitting your love and renewing your vows on the Jewish Voice 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean Cruise. Join Rabbi Jonathan Burness and his family April 16th through April 23rd and enjoy the beautiful white sand beaches and tranquil turquoise waters of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas on one of the world's newest and largest luxury cruise liners. It's the perfect place to not only celebrate the miracle of Passover, but to rededicate your marriage to each other and to God. The rededication of marriage vows will be officiated by Rabbi Jonathan Burness under a traditional Jewish kuppah, the marriage canopy. You will also receive a beautiful certificate validating your continued commitment to each other, and the event will continue with a festive reception and formal dinner. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to share something meaningful with your loved one. Call 1-888-435-3787 or go to jewishvoice.org slash Passover and renew your vows on the 2016 Passover on the Seas Caribbean cruise. Sometime back I interviewed a group of people who claimed to have died and gone either to heaven or hell or both and came back to tell about it. Now one of them really caught my attention. His name is Earthquake Kelly. He's a former heavyweight boxer who dealt drugs, was in the occult until, as he says, a drug overdose put him face to face with the devil. He was actually dragged to hell, and it was the prayers of his mother that pulled him out. An amazing story. Take a look. You actually have a dr had a drug overdose. Yes. And died. Yes. And went to hell. Yes. I want you to talk about that. Describe it to us. One, one day, um, my, mother, my mother said that uh, God told us to move from New York and moved to Milwaukee, and so we moved there to Milwaukee and, and uh, got into the, the drug trade there out of Chicago. And uh, we, was, we said, we're going to make it snow in the summertime, if you know what I'm talking I about. I do. How old were you then? I was 15. I was 15, and, and uh, I was making like $200 a day by the time I was 10 to 15. It was, 
it was so much money we throw dollar bills away. So you're dealing cocaine, dealing basically. Really bad, yeah. And so the this the same voice that had me in, in New York followed me, that voice followed me to 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 Wisconsin. They said, You've never been high. Why don't you, you take the drugs so you can tell people on the street how it works? So I took some cocaine, I took some other pills called tools. The tools are so strong you can you can take it and cut it in half, cut that half in half. And that half of that half would keep you high for eight days. I took four of those, uh, smoked some weed, and and did the cocaine and drank some beer. Now I'm on the, I'm only 15, and all of a sudden, where I was in this bar, uh, the light was shining like that light there in the window, and I was in sort of quote unquote enjoying the high. But where I was got pitch black, and out of the floor come these spirits, and they grabbed me, and they start pulling on me. And uh, I went to my brother and I told him, I said, I'm old and I'm old and I said, get me to mommy. Get me to mommy. If you get me to mommy, I know she can get these demons. So you're, you're entering into the spirit realm. Yeah, you're you're dying, yeah, I'm dying from a drug yeah. overdose. Yeah. And these demons are trying to pull you down yeah. into hell. Yeah. Keep going. And they put me, they, my brother, he cursed me out real bad. And he said, oh, you don't know how to hold your dope. So they threw me in the back of the car. And on the way up the, up the hill, these things came to the bottom of the floor and they grabbed me by my mouth. They grabbed me by my mouth and yanked me out of my body, and I was going down, down into the heart of the earth, and I can see the, uh, the drive shaft, the long pipe, and the wheels. And I had been, never been under a car before in my whole life, so I didn't know that, that how it worked. But at 15, I was going down, down, and when I got to this horrible place, Jonathan, so more they took spirits, you right, literally down right into the down earth. down to the heart of the earth, because I could see the car from way up there as they was pulling me down. And when they got there, more spirits joined them, and they were doing things to me that, that I, I, I'm telling you, and I can't even uh, tell you all the things they did to me. But thank God it didn't end there. Thank God. Right. What happened next? As I was being tormented, uh, I saw these hands of light come down and grab me by my shoulders. And, and pulled me, and as they were pulling me, all those spirits was, they was, and he's ours, he belonged to us, he belonged to us. And as I was being pulled up, I could see the, the bottom of the car, the drive shaft, and he put me right in there, and, and back in my body, and it says, he says, and I opened my eyes, he says, because of your mother's prayers, that's what he said, hallelujah, he said, Phew. Oh, my God. Mm. Your mother's prayer saved oh, you from eternity in hell. Said. Let's move forward because yes. you, you were pulled out of hell, but then later on, Jesus took you to heaven yes. when you were in the hospital. Yes. Take us to that experience. In 2004, I, had a, I, I was in a meeting, church meeting, and I felt like something was in my head, like hot water or something. And so uh, uh, every time I laugh, it was like electrical shock and, and not knowing I was having a brain aneurysm. I thought it was maybe, you know, just a regular headache. So. Had you given your life to the Lord by this oh, point? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I so got you... saved in 1971. This is 2004. This 2004. Getting lifted from hell yeah. will do it to you. Oh, right? you know it. You know it. <laughs> Okay. But I, I really want to hear about what happened next. So you're okay. in the hospital. You're having a brain aneurysm. Yes. I was having a brain aneurysm, and uh, uh, I collapsed, and, and uh, uh, they put me, they, they was putting, Jonathan, they was putting tubes and stuff in places I didn't even know the tubes can go in. You know? 
I'm still not figuring out what's going on. You know, I'm saying, I'm an athlete. Why am I all tubed up here? And about two, one or two days of being there, I actually died. And I was up in the ceiling looking down, and I said, oh, that guy, he doesn't look good. He don't look like he's going to make it. Man, two deaths. Yeah. Two deaths. Yeah. You've died, gone to hell, and been pulled out. You've died again now. And yeah. do you actually see yourself? Yeah, I'm looking. And I'm looking, and I said, uh, that guy looked like, like me. I said, it can't be me because I'm right here. But I realized I'm up in the ceiling. And, and I said, wow, that's me. You know, and then the next thing I know, I was... I was gone. Better direction and this time. Yeah, than well, last I, I, time. Oh, you Better don't than the drive no shaft direction, right? Oh, no, you, don't want, you yeah. don't want nothing to do with that. Oh, no, that's bad. That place is bad. And when I went up, and like a snap of a finger, I was standing next to this angel. And I'm 6'5", and he was about seven and a half at least. And, and he had these, these, these wings. And they're like, every time he moved, like flakes of gold would come off his his wings and he had gold in his hair and he pointed to me and he said walk around and as far as I can see there was nothing but golden big buildings and I saw one big solid gold building and it was a river coming out of it I saw it solid gold it, and it was I mean solid gold solid gold big solid you didn't bring any I, back did you no you know no bling bling or nothing <laughs> back it was like Solid gold in that. Did the gold look different than gold here? It just looked more radiant. It's like more live. Like you just want to hug it and grab it. And, <laughs> you know, it's not like you see at the jewelry stores here. Oh, that's nice, you know. But this is something entirely different. Had you figured out yet that you had died? I, I was so excited, I didn't even think about it. I guess I'm just yeah. Just happy to, to, to be here. You know, so you also so saw grass. Yeah. What was I, that like, I saw, special as, grass? As the angel told me to walk around, I saw the, the grass, and each blade of grass had like a diamond or emblem in it or jewels in it, and it was moving like this. And I've been, I've been to London, Pakistan, China, been all over this world four or five, at least seven times, and I've never seen grass that had diamonds in it or emeralds. No, I don't think any of us have. Have any of you? Never. I don't think anyone watching has. It was awesome. And I saw flowers that I'd never seen before. I, on the other side of the river, I saw some of the saints of God that I went to their home going service. I saw them, and they saw me. They looked good. They looked awesome. And I said, can I come over there? They said, no, you, you can't come over here now. You have to, you have to go back. So you, you, you had to come back. He said, I, he said hey, you I, I have to ask, did you, did you see Jesus? No, I did not see him, but I, I heard his voice as, as I left where Scott was. I felt a gentle tug back to where the angel was and above the angel. The angel was big, but above him was even someone bigger. And it was, it was, it was the Lord Jesus. And he was, he said, I got things to tell you. To, that you're going to take back. And I said, I don't want to go back down there. I don't want to go back. My head hurts. People don't like me as it is. You know. <laughs> but he sent you back. Yeah, he what, sent me back. What was that like coming back? Oh, uh, it was it was it was hard. I, I pleaded and begged with him not to send me back, but um, he, he told me a whole lot of stuff there that, 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 that I put in the book and messages I'm taking around the world. Earthquake, we hang on to life so desperately. Yeah. But in reality, it really is that much better. Oh, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither did enter into the hearts of men that the things that he has in store for us. 
A big thanks to Earthquake Kelly for sharing his testimony with us. Now remember, when we talk about those who have claimed to experience a visit to heaven or hell, who've died and come back, I know that we're in uncharted waters, and so not everything Earthquake Kelly has shared might be believable to you, uh, but we'll leave that to you. The most important thing is always follow the Word of God. What's written in the book is what's right and true. We'll be right back. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming Messiah to the world, to the Jew first, and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing life-saving humanitarian aid to some of the poorest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Barangwa, Zimbabwe, the Lemba. This faithful yet forgotten people have ties to the ancient people of Israel, the priestly tribe of Aaron, and have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you a powerful hardcover book by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. A Rabbi Looks at the Afterlife, a new look at heaven and hell with stories of people who have been there. It contains firsthand accounts of people who claim to have seen what lies beyond the veil of death. Rabbi Burnus examines the ancient Jewish sages, the scriptures, and how it relates to what we might expect in the afterlife. It is an eye-opening journey that empowers you to reimagine heaven and get a clearer vision of the glorious eternity that awaits all believers. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll upgrade Rabbi Bernice's book to a limited hardcover edition that's not available anywhere else and has been personally endorsed and signed by him. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people, to share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid, and to help countless others around the globe. Please call or click now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. Thanks so much for watching the program today. If you missed my teaching yesterday, you can watch it on our website and we'll continue teaching on the afterlife tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. Well, as we close out the program today, I want to remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 gives us a promise. It says, may they who love you prosper. So I always tell people, if you want to prosper, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Israel needs our prayers now more than ever. Well, until next time, I'm Jonathan Burns saying shalom and God bless you.
Since 1967, Jewish Voice has provided humanitarian aid around the world while proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Jewish Voice has demonstrated God's love by providing medical care, eye care, and dental care, all free of charge, to some of the most impoverished people in the world. Your faithful support makes all of this possible. So please partner with us. Your generous gift helps transform lives by sharing God's love with those who desperately need it. Just call, click, or write. Thank you, and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you. 